What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the channel. This is my review of last night's Derby Monday Night Raw, the season premiere slash go home show for Hell in a Cell. So, if you're wondering why this is an audio format, not on YouTube or anything, it's because my laptop is in the shop and I'm using a buddy's MacBook Air and it has no webcam to my knowledge, but I can't see one. So, I'm doing the audio only format for probably this whole week. I'll pick up next Tuesday, hopefully, with my video. Um, reviews slash live streams. We'll see um, how that goes. But yeah, last night we all had a new set, new commentary team, fresh feel. I loved it. And the commentary team uh, considered, consisted of Dion Madden, Vic Joseph as the lead commentator, the new Michael Cole, and uh, Jerry the King Lala. The commentary team, in my opinion, did a fantastic job on their debut episode together. Vic Joseph stand, stood out to me. He's very good. Dion Madden's good. Jerry's Jerry Lawler. He hasn't changed since 1999. So Jerry's Jerry. Um, but the show had a good fight feel to it. It was very chaotic, very fresh. The uh, set design of the show looked fantastic, in my opinion. But the show opened up with um, Brock Lesnar killing everyone. When Mysterio came out, for he was a title match, I'm assuming, or just, a, or just a cut of promo on how his match for Dominic, who was in the front row, this, that, and the other. Brock Lesnar came out, destroyed Rey Mysterio, ended up destroying Dominic. Dominic can sell a move. That stood me a lot. Dominic sold everything Brock Lesnar did to him. He had no fear. <laughs> Dominic sold very well, in my opinion. I liked it a lot. I thought this was a good like, debut thing for him. See how he took bumps and sold. He sold very well. Yemkin stretched it out with a neck brace and everything into the hospital. So the Xbox Live party that we do if you haven't if you don't do if you're not part of that admin Xbox One at T Bo six seventeen nine four we do Xbox Live watch parties with all Derby uh wrestling stuff technically now. So join us. So after this we had, um, well, also the show number of Pyro. A lot of the Supers had Pyro, too. Bach Lesnar did, Alexa Bliss did. It's so good to see Pyro again. It makes the show feel much more important. Um, the first match we had was Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. This is a good match. Kind of continuity in it because Alexa Bliss um, lost thanks to falling on her head, which is making making life of concussions. What happened was Sasha Banks act like Bay was coming out and kicked her in the knee and made her fall on her head to the pin. So that was cool in my opinion. I like that finish. Baker Lurch was on commentary the whole time. Technically she was. But she stood on the top of the announce desk the whole time, put on her wrist tape, her knuckle tape, getting ready to fight. After the match was over, she went, went down to the ring. They brawled. Sasha Banks ran. This is a good go-home segment for the 800 cell match. I'm very excited for that match. And this review is probably going to be a very quick synopsis of the show. I'm not going to go into too much everything, hopefully. These reviews are probably going to be short this week. So if you want longer reviews, um, I, I suggest Russell Talk. The Russell Talk Live show they're doing, I like it a lot. Just a little heads up on that. I like doing like summary synopsis reviews of the shows, not taking too long, doing a lot. So this is my opinion on that. But after this match was the Raw Tag Team title match. You had the champions, Robert Rudin. Um, Dolph Ziggler was his heavy machinery. Otis Dozovic, I think that's how his name. He's hilarious. I love Otis. He's so funny. He thinks he's the sexiest man alive. It's great. Um, this match I thought was a very, very good match. Very energetic, very entertaining. Um, 
Rude and Ziggler were retained. So I'm curious to see who they'll be fighting going on. They'll probably be fighting the Viking Raiders. This is my, my prediction on that. Next up was a Miz TV with Hulk Hogan, Jimmy Hart, and Rick Flair. This I thought this was a good segment. I thought it was funny too. Hulk Hogan and Rick Flair went back and forth. And you they made you think they were gonna try they were gonna try and fight a crown jewel. I'm like, please, no. Even though the Saudi Arabian Prince who loves old wrestlers would probably have a heart attack and die and love it. We don't want to see that. Miz announced that it's going to be Team Hogan versus Team Flair in a 5-on-5 tag match with them as the coaches at Crown Jewel in six weeks. So, Hogan's team captain came out, with, which was Seth Rollins. And then, Ric Flair's captain came out, which was Evolution partner, Randy Orton. Baron Corbin ran in the ring, King Corbin came in the ring, I mean. King Corbin came in the ring, and they beat down Seth Rollins. Rusev made the save, so Rusev is now basically a face. By then, the night is confirmed he is indeed a face, which I'm happy to see finally. They'll let him be a face, which everybody wanted since 2017. But Rusev cleared house, and they talked about how no one saved Seth Rollins and how he wanted to, basically, he deserved a tire shot to save himself, and no one else would. So for the main event, it'll be Rusev versus Seth for the Universal Championship. Um, so after the Rusev face turn, essentially, you had Cedric, uh, the Viking Raiders, excuse me, versus the OC, Giles Nansen. This feud's been going on since the terrible combat match months ago. Please, let's forget that. Um, I finally know the Viking Raiders' names, I believe. Rose's name is um, Eric, E-I-R-K, I think they say it. And then Hansen's name is Ivar. These names are weird, though. I finally know that. I know, I finally know who they are, though. This match was fantastic, in my opinion. Um, I've, I've, every match these two put these teams have put on, I've enjoyed. Both teams are very good at what at being tag teams, and they had good chemistry together. The finish came when Hant when um Ivar did a dive out the ring onto Gall- Anderson, and went up and did a splash on Gallows for the win. So I'm assuming Viking Rays will be fighting Rudolph, is what Russell Talk calls him. For the titles next, which would be cool to see. But Raw's tag division, though, is very, very suffering. Because besides from the OC and the Viking Raiders, you have no legitimate team on Raw. So the next match after that year match was another pretty good match was Cesaro versus Ricochet. After Cesaro said if Ray and Dominic were still here, that he beat them up himself. Ricochet didn't like that too much and challenged him to a match. And Cesaro is wearing jogging, high water jogging pants type things and sneakers to the ring. I hate how Dirty Keys doing this to Cesaro, getting new entrance music, new titans, new outfits. Cesaro deserves better. Cesaro needs to be the one, one of the ones that are drafted to NXT. As it's rumored, some are going to NXT for the main roster. Cesaro needs to be one of those. He'd flourish in NXT, in my opinion. Um, but. Yeah, this match is a good teaser match. These two are good together. I want to see more of these two in the ring. Ricochet won um, after hitting the West Coast Pop from by Rey Mysterio. A good tribute to him. Very good match. So the next seven after this was the Firefly Funhouse. And this people in the party said this was a weak episode. I digress and say it was, it was a good go-home episode of the Firefly Funhouse. The show opened up with all the puppets being terrified because Bray was coming. They're terrified because they know Bray's actually the fiend and this and the other. Abigail looked distraught and sad. Huskus was stress eating over it. Um, 
and the Ramblin' Rabbit, I think that's his name, he was so stressed out he had a heart attack and died. Rest in peace for Ramblin' Rabbit. So the puppet died, but I came in like, no, not you, and um, did like the tribute, like the trumpet salute for like a second. He's like, oh well, and tossed his dead body aside, which is funny in my opinion. But so, uh, Bray talked about how the fiend, how Hound and Cell is going to be terrifying because Seth is locked in the Hound and Cell with the fiend. He sold it for me and told Seth, see you in hell, basically. Um, so this, to me, helped the match progress, how the puppets are scared of Bray and how the fiend is going to be to just destroy Seth inside the Hound and Cell because there's nowhere to run. So this episode of Firefly Funhouse to me was a good go-home episode of it for the pay-per-view, so it helped me help in that regard. And stuff that, and also Liv Morgan was heard laughing with all when people would laugh, um, on the Firefly Funhouse. You heard a female's voice above the rest, and it's rumored that that's Liv Morgan. She could debut and help Bray, whatever potentially. I don't know, which would be interesting. With I guess you'd have Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan going forward, which would be interesting. I guess, but yeah, Liv Morgan was heard laughing. Then you had Cedric Alexander with his AJ Styles for the U.S. Championship. This match was match of the night. In my opinion, both these guys did work well together. There's a botch here and there. But the finish came and uh, Cedric tried to roll him up. Styles counted the roll up with a, with a pop-up Styles Clash to retain. So what does this mean for both guys? Well, Cedric's rumored that Vince does not like Cedric for some reason. Why? There's no telling with Vince. So... Probably Cedric's gonna fade away off TV or go to NXT, which I'm fine with that in my opinion. Um, so, uh, Styles, I have no clue who he's gonna fight next. I honestly couldn't tell you. There's no inclination of who's gonna fight next. Who do I want him to fight next? I'm gonna guess John Morrison. This is my hope. I think that'd be a good match. But this match is the not match of the night in my opinion. Next up, you had Natalia versus Lacey Evans and a sharp shooting feud, I guess. The match ending came when Lacey scratched Natalia's eyes and the ref was holding her back. And uh, I guess, well, I think he did a very bad roll-up, but one still. Very slow-motion roll-up. Um, so this feud's going to go, full on, go onward. Probably a pre-show match is on the sale. Lacey hit the women's right, women's right at the end after the match to show her dominance. And then the main event was Seth Rollins versus Rusev for the Universal Championship. And these two fight very well together. They mesh very well together, in my opinion. Um, so th- these two were going back and forth at it. Rusev kept up, nice, good pace. Rusev's just shared how good he- you forget how good he is by how they booked him in recent years. Rusev is a good top star. He could be one. But the finish came well, before the match. A white limo pulled up. And we were like, who's in the limo? Who's in the limo? Bobby Asher came out to distract Rusev. Um, and then Lana came out with Bobby Lashley. Because it was rumored that this would be an issue, that they would have issues on screen with Rusev and Lana due to Rusev pretending to be Maria's baby daddy, which wasn't the case. But still, probably what this is going to mean is Lana reacted um, prematurely and is now with Bobby Lashley because of thinking that Rusev was with Maria Canellas. And then Bobby Lashley and Lana had a full-on five, six-minute makeout session. <laughs> they were into it, too. I tell you what, I was surprised how into it they were. Rusev's like, you all right? Um, okay, you can stop now. <laughs> Rusev was funny, in my opinion. But all fun games were over when the Fiend's music hit. 
Seth's like, oh, no, starts scampering around, like, oh, no, I need to hide. And we figured Rusev would be the one getting attacked. Nope. Camera shows the fiend choking Seth Rollins against the ring panel, or the ring post, to send the show, to end the show. So this saw the unpredictability of the fiend still, because I didn't expect it. I, you never know when the fiend's coming out. And here he's like, he just choked out Seth Rollins against the ring post and it, left him laying. And how to sell the Fiend's going to be able to do much more. So this sold that match, for me, in my opinion. Well, in my opinion, was 8 out of 10. It was, a, it was a good premiere. They could have done a little bit more, in my opinion, but it was 8 out of 10 to me. The set looked fantastic. The contract team I liked a lot. Dio Madden, Vic Joseph, and Jay Lawler worked good together. Um, yeah, but I enjoyed the show the most part. It was a good show. Um, let me know what you think about it in the comments below. Um, tune in to my... Either AEW or NXT review Thursday and SmackDown Saturday. Thanks for watching, guys. Have a great day.